This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Amy Searles. Amy serves as the Chief Experience Officer for Prime Healthcare. She's going to talk to us about the role, priorities, her career, and a little bit more. Amy, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Scott. My name's Amy Searles, and I, like you said, I'm the Chief Experience Officer here at Prime Healthcare. I'm originally from the Chicago area, but spent a big chunk of time in Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan, with Trinity Healthcare. Moved to Colorado, worked with Banner Healthcare, um, and then really spent a good chunk of time at University of Colorado Health. Um, most recently, I transitioned to Prime Healthcare just within the last year, um, and so I'm glad to be here. Well, thrilled to have you here, and you know you're you're talking to Chicago, and also spent a lot of times in Grand Rapids, a lot of time in Grand Rapids itself as well. And, and Grand Rapids is actually a beautiful community. Yeah. Take a moment and talk about the role of chief experience officer and and top three priorities in the role. Yeah, well, I think the priorities have shifted significantly um, with COVID. Um, the role of the patient experience chief is really one that drives culture and organizational transformation. Um, and, you know, uh, my role has always been about helping connect staff with purpose. You know, everyone who goes into healthcare really wants to make a positive difference in folks' lives. They want to help those who are hurting. But this past year, even more so. But I think it's a different, there's a different mood right now. Um, and as I'm doing pulse checks at our various hospitals, you can feel um, there's emotions all over the board. You know, when the pandemic originally started or initially started, um, everyone just really rose to the occasion and they're still rising to the occasion, but now they're incredibly burdened. So when I think about my priorities now, it's really helping acknowledge what we've been through for the past year. But when I think about cultural and organizational transfer transformation, I think about meeting people where they are, helping them connect with their purpose, and then helping them see the possibilities and the why behind the work that we do with our patients and reconnect with that purpose, especially now when people have really felt it. Well, let me ask you this, Kristen. So chief experience officer, more time focused on the patient or the staff in terms of experience. Where's your core focus for both? Yeah. I think it has to start with the staff first. Um, I think the staff are the ones delivering the care. They went into healthcare to help patients. And if we don't help our staff um, and really give them the tools to be successful, um, there's no way we can deliver exceptional patient experiences. I totally agreed. And, and talk about your career. What led you to this role? Pivotal moments in your career and your development? Yeah. Um, so originally, I was tapped on the shoulder to work in cancer care, started out as a cancer center liaison. And at the time, um, you know, it was for a new cancer center that was just being built with Trinity. Um, and the physician who hired me tapped me on the shoulder and said, I want you to go create magic for our patients. They're suffering. They're hurting. Nobody wants to have cancer. They come to us. They're frightened. Things are out of control. So do what you can so that when they come here, they feel number one like family. But we're looking beyond um, the fluffy things. We're really trying to make that human connection. And he partnered me up with a psychiatrist um, who worked at the hospital. He was um, over our behavioral health 
health. And we did some focus groups with patients and we talked about when they enter into the system, what does that feel like and what are they looking for and what would help alleviate that anxiety and pain and frustration. And we started to do, you know, journey mapping way back in the day when there wasn't journey mapping. So that was how I entered healthcare. And from there, I grew within Trinity and went to what they called the director of guest services. And at that time had, you know, the patient relations department and guest services, even security, food, nutrition services. Um, There wasn't a role for a chief experience officer back in the day, but as it's evolved and as I grew in my career, um, it, it did start to evolve, and um, it's it's really great to see how the role has involved, um, evolved and the work that we do now because previously it was really, I think, a lot of times put on the CNO's shoulders and said, hey, go, go improve your patient experience, and I think the CNO's have so much on their plate. Um, I love that this role has been created, and I love my peers and colleagues who are doing it all over the country and doing it in a variety of different ways, but with the ultimate goal to improve patient experience. And it really is critical because you could have great clinical care, but there's all different kinds of pieces of the patient experience that go beyond clinical care that impact ultimately patient care, but the navigation of things that they experience yeah. in terms of like, was onboarding easy? Was it hard? Did I get from place to place? Well, there's so many yeah. pieces of the patient experience that go way beyond just nursing, just positioning, which are so, so critical, of course. Absolutely. And so I, I love that. What, what advice, you've had a great career, you're having a great career. What advice do you give to people, what, you know, emerging leaders? What three pieces of advice or so would you give to emerging leaders who are trying to have great careers? Yeah, I love that question because I get asked that a lot. You know, folks will say, can I meet with you? Can you tell me a little bit about your career? And I think about some of the chances that I was given early on in my career was really in operations. And I think having stretch goals or being um, an operator helps tremendously in this role because you get to see how things work. Because I think there's the human side of things and then there's the system and processes that need to be there for a great patient experience. And I think given opportunities to be in operations, whether that's a clinic manager or um, a a unit manager or, you know, EVS manager or whatever that that role, you get really intricately involved in the day-to-day operations and you can see the pain points and the points that really matter for patients. And I think that's helped a tremendous amount. So when folks ask to meet with me, I get that a lot from interns and fellows, you know, tell me, you look like you have the best job in the house they'll say. It looks like it's so much fun. And I sit there and I scratch. I do believe it is the best job in the house, but I also believe that they don't see what happens behind the scenes. And it is, it's complicated because it is those systems and processes, but it's also that human side. So my advice is always, you know, if you can take a stretch goal or get involved in operations, because I think that really tremendously helps, at least it did for me. No, I think that's a, that's a great point. At the end of the day, if you don't have some experience in operations and how things actually work, it, it, it's yeah. hard to do everything else really well. And, and so right. this, this idea of digging in at some point into operations at, at any level is so helpful for personal skills, for helpful for really knowing how organizations work, how things get done. I mean, it, it really is important, isn't it? Right, right. And then, Amy, what, what are you most excited about this year? We're, we're heading into 2021. We're in 2021. Well, hopefully things are moving in the right direction. What are you most excited about this year? 
Yeah, I think coming off of COVID, what I'm most excited about is creating this new moment. We're in a new place that we've never been in in healthcare and helping staff connect with purpose and developing our leaders. I am a firm believer that to develop and deliver great patient experiences, we have to work with our leaders. It's that frontline manager who has the greatest impact on shaping culture. And so many of our frontline managers have just been through what they feel like is a war. And so right now, helping them connect with their purpose and not educating them, but reminding them about why did they get into healthcare and how do they lead differently now post-COVID or as we're transitioning hopefully out of COVID to this new world? How do we deal with that? And how do we acknowledge burnout and fatigue, compassion fatigue, you know, moral distress? How do we move beyond that into this new moment so people can hold their head up high and say, you know, at the end of the day, I went home and I did something awesome for my coworkers and for my patients. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. I believe it is a new moment. And I think it's going to call on us to be incredibly creative um, and incredibly uh, visionary to really shape that new moment. Fantastic. I, Amy, I want to thank you for joining us today. What a great career and, and oh, the impact you're having. And, and I love your framing of the role that you've experienced us and how you look at it and how it's evolved and so forth. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank you very oh, much. My pleasure, Scott. Great speaking with you.